Happy Sunday. I thought I would make this episode kind of short. Uh, The last episode, I actually had a lot of people freaking out about the content because of the title of the episode being um, very... the title of my last episode was was uh, very inappropriate, at least to people that I knew. They said that it was inappropriate or they people were like, oh, you're making the end of the world seem so realistic. And I just wanted to say that that was like a simulated response. Like, I want to say like every government has their own protocols for like World War Three and stuff. Anyways... The Super Bowl is coming up, and everybody is looking forward to seeing uh, Mary J. Blodge and Eminem and all the other uh, rappers. And I know there's a lot of millennials who actually are really hyped and excited, and a lot of 90s adults, they're very happy because they haven't had... Apparently, there hasn't been a really great set list for the Super Bowls in a long time. So everybody's actually looking forward to that. But actually, people are actually talking about a new football player named Joe Burrow. Um, apparently, he made a thirst trap on TikTok um, on the official team that he was playing for. And everybody was, like, swooning. Um, everybody is still talking about the last season of Attack on Titans. They are in their fourth season. Fourth or third season. They're in their final season. Um, somebody online said that Attack on Titans is what Shakespeare is to English, so I don't know about that, but you know, I respect it. It's nice. Um, it's a nightmare for me, but for you, you know, go go ahead. Um, more TikTokers are actually being more vocal about about creating the increasing the creator funds. If you don't know. Uh, TikTok actually gives money to high content creators. They have to have a lot of following and they have to have a lot of views. Uh, and the content has to be really great. However, the creator, people have said that they have not been getting a lot from the creator funds because the whole purpose of TikTok was to allow a different person to shine throughout the timeline. It's a continuous feed. It's not like YouTube at all. And it and since we're all we're constantly content uh, filtering out content so that an average person can feel confident enough to say that they can go viral. That is the whole point of TikTok. And that an average person can feel like they can contribute to trends. Because, however, um, I do agree. I think that we should increase the creator they should create uh, increase the creator funds for TikTokers. Uh, there's a lot of great content creators um, out there, and I'm actually really hope that they get new equipment and stuff. Um, a lot of TikTok cooks they have um, great recipes, but they have like the worst setup. Uh, I'm included. I would consider myself a beginner cook, though. I don't really consider myself um, a pro at all. Um, but the yeah, it's it's still a big deal. So Rihanna showed her baby bump with her boyfriend Aesop Rocky. Um, 
Honestly, everybody is disappointed because they want her to release a new album. I feel like they should not be selfish in their decision to pressure her to make an album, especially since she's just living her life. She just made Fenty Beauty. She has Fenty lingerie. She has so many um, deals. However, having a her having her first baby is a big deal. Um, there are a lot of singers who actually had families and came back and were very successful. Celine Dion and Beyonce, literally, they both have children and then they both came back with music. However, we still should not expect a, anything for like the next three, like next two years at least. She's obviously going to be busy. However, I don't think that's going to be the end of her career. We should expect at least like a single or something. Um, I also believe that she could drop an album at any time because Rihanna has the voice. She can honestly just choose any song, any old song and just sing it. And it would, it would sound amazing. Uh, just like Katy Perry has come back. Uh, she had her Las Vegas residency and everybody was, the gay community was super happy with the way that everything was uh, showcased. Um, ever since she went back to Brunette, though, everyone said that she came back. So I was actually surprised that people reacted so negatively to Katy Perry's blonde hair. Um, but now that she's Brunette, she's coming back harder than ever. Um, so there's a new filter on TikTok. It's Latex Fiona. Uh, Fiona is a character from Shrek the Shrek franchise. She is the wife of Shrek and it's a filter and it's basically just Fiona in a latex suit and she looks really great. Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, for some, some people like are dreading it and some people are looking forward to it. Um, if you're single like me, you want to block your ex and scream, you look cute in couples photos followed by I hope you break up. And for my confident women, uh, there's this thing called Galentine's Day. So I really hope that people just continue to be have Galentine's Day. That's great. Well, it's like a, it's just like wine and it's like a potluck. It's basically that TikTok trend where everybody just parties and stuff. When I'm on stage, I'm quite over the top. I'm quite flamboyant in camp. Um, that's what Jack Whitehall said. I think Jack Whitehall is going to be this generation's newest comedian, especially um, with Gen Z changing the way we talk and the way we react with our society. Jack Whitehall is actually uh, a cut. A, he's definitely a standout comedian. Uh, there's a lot of comedians. They try to break out into the industry of comedy. However, one thing they are missing is um, some people mistake comedy for charm and some people mistake charm for comedy. I'll give you an example. There's a lot of Viners from the Vine era and a lot of people mistook, mistook them for comedians when they were really just charming and they had well-written scripts. Um, some of those people really are truly funny, like Leanne V from the Vine era. But then there's some people like Lele Pons who you obviously know they're not funny and that they every single skit they have is written by someone else. And so it kind of sucks because if you're a female and you want to be funny, you want to be seen as funny. It's harder when a woman 
she she uh says the pun correct right and then she says the joke right but if it's written by a man she automatically just loses credit anna ferris plays the best bimbo ever and and she doesn't get enough credibility for how how funny she 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 does that sandra bullock j-lo in the in the early 2000s when she was in a rom-com they nailed the rom-com because they were so great with with how they uh they did the the pun that's another thing about comedy the execution of the joke makes it the biggest deal that's why sandra bullock and j-lo are so funny that's why we have some actresses and actors that that have the charm like adam levine or ryan reynolds ryan reynolds is just naturally funny because he knows how to execute the joke if you don't know how to execute the joke or like read your audience you won't last there's a uh an awful thing though about female comedians that i saw uh an indian woman she was on tiktok and she she had a set list and naturally when you want to break out into the comedy um you have to go to a professional comedy bar and then you have somebody professionally record it for you and then you post it online and then based off of that you you get an agent and you keep going and then you do more places you, you get more bookings if you're good however uh people shot her down so fast uh i think mostly because she's a woman people guys, guys are still saying oh girls are not funny they're they're not funny they're they're unhilarious they're precarious uh they don't shave their legs they don't shave their armpits they're musty they're dusty they're crusty uh, but like we had Amy Schumer and she made vagina jokes and then people started attacking her. Even women started attacking Amy Schumer for making a period joke. You know what's the funniest thing though is that Amy Schumer makes great period commercials. Valentine's Day, there's a meme actually, uh, there's a meme circulating for Valentine's Day. And I thought it was kind of funny. It's it's like a love angst uh inspo feed i feel like it matches my current status for my relationship uh it says it basically says i miss you with the you crossed out and the word me over the you because i miss me and it's kind of like that song i miss me more by kelsey ballerini pegging okay i want to talk about a controversial subject pegging if you don't know what pegging is it is when a female wears a strap-on dildo and then she proceeds to um do anal with someone so it's common in the lesbian community but it's very scandalous and controversial in the straight community so if you're a straight person and, and your girlfriend wants to peg a lot of guys are suggesting that they would turn gay they would like it too much because the male g-spot is actually in the male anus but it's like it's obvious you know like it's obvious he like somebody would question their sexuality they're like you know, I like this, but I also like straight, I like, I like women, you know, I like vagina. But, you know, honestly, if somebody is confident in their sexuality and they and they don't give a fuck about experimenting, it shouldn't matter. And you shouldn't care what other people think. What are you, are you announcing all your bedroom secrets to people? Like, why is that a big deal? Like, if anything, just keep that shit to yourself. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of kinks that people have that people just don't want to know about. That's, that's why people write it in their diary some stuff just does not belong on the internet but don't feel ashamed for experimenting if somebody wanted to peg let them and also i will say in support of women who do want to peg women go through so much pain 
whether it is period pain, having a baby, dealing with misogyny on the daily basis, getting catcalled, being ghosted on Tinder and 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 uh, Hinge, nobody has forgotten Westside uh, Westside uh, Caleb. West Westside Caleb is a menace to the dating app society, especially since this guy essentially was in New York City and decided to send every single one of his match a curated playlist on Spotify. And not only did they get, they fell for it. They, he ended up love bombing everyone. And then when they wanted to meet up or do something interesting, he would ghost them. And people were like, what's going on? Why is he like this? And then uh, a lot of the matches that were with Westside, West Elm, uh, Caleb, they found each other on TikTok because somebody found, uh, decided to talk about it. And it kind of reminds me of that movie, John Tucker Must Die. And I just thought that was super crazy. And actually, the, the most ridiculous part is that somebody had the audacity to find all the screenshots of the playlist that West, West Elm uh, Caleb curated for these girls and made it into a Spotify playlist on, on Spotify. And I listened to that and it actually sounds really amazing. It's actually just a bunch of dark uh, indie. It's indie music sung by women, written by women. And it's just so scary how charming someone's can be, but also how awful people are in, at the end of the day. For playing the, if you're going to play the same card trick, don't do it with everybody. Do it, with, do it with one person. Like, that's embarrassing. I'm, I'm literally so embarrassed for West Elm Caleb. Uh, speaking of bipolar paralysis planes, um, here's the recipe for a Harlequin cocktail. One half blue karak, one half cherry brandy, one fourth vodka, one fourth diet crush cream soda, and in a mixing glass you add the vodka and crush, and you stir it well and you put it aside and then you pour the blue karak into a shot glass, and use a bar spoon um, on the surface of the blue karak, and then you pour the crushed vodka and you mix it and then you add the cherry brandy. Um, the website is, is on pocketcocktails.com and I just thought it, Harlequin is such a perfect female symbol for just, you know, just for, just for in general, because we don't have a lot of villains, uh, that are women and that are just as equally as unhinged as Joker, but respected in a way because there's a thing in the girl universe. It's like, it's like the thing with Katie Heron. It's very difficult to please the eyes and the ears of every single woman. And unfortunately, sometimes you just have to be, like for me, I would have to wear wear acrylics. I don't like wearing acrylics. Um, I would have to wear pink. I would have to do my makeup and everything. It is so hard to please everyone, especially when you noticed how Taylor Swift, when she did her career, she, people, I don't know why, but in the girl community, people hate confident women. They hate confident women. They hate girls that know they're beautiful. They hate confident girls. You know why? Because before they even reached the age of 12, someone else told them that they were not pretty, that they were fat, they were ugly. And so they internalize that. But if you're like a confident girl, you're going to ignore that because someone like me got bullied a lot in my life. And so when I heard anything mean or negative, I, I, I did not listen because because that bullying kind of being bullied actually kind of saved me from a lot of uh, fear of being myself. 
I decided, well, if I'm going to be outcasted, I might as well be myself. And myself is weird. I like Lady Gaga. I'm eccentric. I like everything I like. And so it made me confident because I was like, well, I'm going to be my own number one fan. And so I didn't really grow up pretty either. So I obviously had my, my own like butterfly phase after puberty. And I didn't really peak in high school. I peaked like right after. So like, I don't need, I don't know, but it just sucks. Cause as if you're, if you're a stranger and you look at another woman, you're like, wow, she probably, she probably has like a stick up her ass because she's, a, she's thin. She's just like Cindy Kimberly. She probably knows she's pretty. She's probably obnoxious. She probably will treat me like shit. People who don't smile at other girls in public are really scary. Um, it's like we we silently criticize each other, but when if we were to support each other the way that men do, we would be more unstoppable. That is why there's so many dad jokes. That's why there's so many boys jokes because they don't care about that and they get along. However, if a girl's doing that, you are promoting rape culture. You are still being a misogynistic. Girls can be misogynistic and not realize it. That is why Call Her Daddy gets criticized a lot because the her perspective is from a guy's that the people that she did who were really kind of toxic, but her, you know, there's this thing. I like women's rights, but I also support women's wrongs. And if you can just own up to it, it's like not a big deal. But however, I just don't like how like we're so quick to like, to put people down and like, you know, ridicule people and then just be like, you know, you why do you think you're pretty? You're obviously, you ain't shit. You know, like people, people obviously criticize that. But like, that's just, you know, are you going to date her? If you're a girl and you criticize another girl, are you going to date her? Because I want you to eat her pussy because you fucking are so deep into her fucking life. Might as well get her clit and suck that shit out of it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> It's because it's, I'm sorry. I wasn't even supposed to be. It's just because like it gets me so heated. You know, I just support other girls. Even if you don't like them, if if you have nothing in common with them. The only reason you should hate so many is if there's true beef with you, with that person. If you watch the Bad Girls Club and you have true beef with someone, you're going to fight them on site, okay? If you see someone in public that you're like, eh, I don't like you, like, I don't give a fuck, like, you have an okay face, but you're not, if you're not going to fight them, what's the point of hating them? You know what I mean? Like, fight them on site, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Throw hands the first chance you get, but don't be a hater-ass bitch. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just ridiculous because, like, if women supported women the way that men did, we would literally be unstoppable. We would see, we could literally change society if we did that. And you guys are just ruining it because you want, you think that someone, another girl is going to ruin your chances of getting a boyfriend. Honestly, if your boyfriend liked you that much, he wouldn't even care about what other girls look like or what they felt like or how they acted, how they behaved. And on, unfortunately, we're really surrounded by, I want to say it's like a love desert where people just were not, raised with proper healthy versions of what love is and that's why everybody has to go to therapy especially gen z if we all go to therapy and we all break the generational cycles we actually realize there's a lot of toxic behaviors that came from our parents a lot of boys of divorce actually do have commitment issues because they saw that there's a man in their life who couldn't commit to someone and they're like well i don't care i'm not going to put in the effort because my father didn't do that. It's like, fuck that. You're not, you're not him. You're your own person. You, if you went to therapy, you'd realize there's a lot of things that you missed out on that you are searching in 
another partner. You are literally still holding on to that hope. You know that you deserve love. Nobody, if there's this, there's this phrase like, oh, I don't deserve love. I don't deserve to be treated white. If that was true, nobody would deserve it. Nobody would get it. Get your love. Get your relationship. Get your shit together. And, and you know, literally listen to people. Be sympathetic. You don't have to be empathetic, but you can be sympathetic. And obviously, obviously I wish that there were more people who were constantly seeking to be a better, better version of themselves. Because if that were the case, um, the dating, the dating pool would be easier. You know, like if uh, that's why when I try to date people, I look for a guy that has, you know, he obviously will tell you, you have to be very smart, use your common sense. So good news, um, good news, good news for OnlyFans. I am literally considering venturing into the site after a recent fallout with some, an online person that I was dating, we actually used to, um, co-write smutty fan fiction and then we would make the scp people read them and uh analyze them um i knew he was a shy person so that's why i was always constantly luring him to to um the fan fiction rights websites he's a shy guy but that's not his fault he was just raised that way you know but also because like he sees death all the time so i mean that's not a big deal because um you know if you because honestly i personally just grew up around the retirement home retirement home industry so like people died all the time around me so I wasn't you know as affected but seeing um something like that all the time it does it's hard for someone to believe that there's a flip side of life after seeing so much carnage and death and I really hope that this person you know deals with their PTSD their intimacy issues their trust issues you obviously, your fight or flight response is like freeze, fight, or run. This person is running. Anyways, so since I had a falling out and this guy literally sent me death threats and talked about fantasizing about seeing me die after strangulation and seeing my last three seconds of life, um, I was like, okay, I get it. I'm going to just, I need, obviously, why would you stick around with someone who said that? So I was thinking that if I were to start with OnlyFans, uh, I would have a guideline. I don't think I'm going to post nudity until I have a lot of following and a lot of income. Um, also, most likely it's going to be me in bikini pics or like cosplay and I'm going to do ASMR. Um, there's actually, I would, I would do it the easy way out route. Like, you know, there's feet pic you can do and then... There's a li- um, there's a girl that was interviewed by Anthony Padilla of Smosh, and all she did was fall asleep on the bed in a onesie, and she live-streamed it on Twitch, and she made money in her sleep. You know how easy that is? If I don't have to sh- be 100% nude to be hot and sexy to someone, like, I can easily do that with my sense of humor and anything else and still make bank. So that's why I would be trying to use my sense of humor with... Uh, on my side for for OnlyFans, I would I don't know you know what I mean. Um, I would honestly consider buying a prosthetic belly, 
just so that I can be a pregnant version of people's OCs. Um, I feel like that would actually make a lot of people happy. And it's a weird niche market. I know a lot of people are drawing it. A lot of artists are drawing their OCs being pregnant. But if you have like somebody cosplaying that, they would make bank. Um, also, I saw a girl doing, she got a floaty bath, an inflatable bath, and she was live streaming it and she did 70 reps. And honestly, I want to go swell. What the heck? If I can get a workout and get paid for it uh, and all I have to do is wear a bikini, I want to do that. Um, I kind of want to make some very specific ASMR videos. Do they even, I don't know if they allow videos on, on OnlyFans, but like that would be great if I could make like, like really short, like skits, like, like seductively stealing the Declaration of Independence with you would be a great OnlyFans concept. Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> um, also, um, You know, obviously we have the thing where you deep throat, you're deep throating sex toys. So technically I don't have to like be nude for that. I could, I could just like do a little Belle Delphine like look and have like a sex toy or something. And like, be like, oh yeah, totally great. And then in the backdrop, I'll have like a pile of like cheeseburgers and like put it in like a tower formation and like put like some candles on there just for like the ambience because I'm a broke bitch and I need money and on earth, uh, there is a desert of jobs. There's no jobs where I live. So me doing this is like, it's not embarrassing. Like if you're going to venture into this, like obviously someone like me, every single girl has thought about making it, but people have been stopped because of their morals. And once you're like me and you're like, well, there's a guy obviously talked to me and I'm like, well, I have nothing else to do. I have no way to make money. So this is probably my last resort. And so I was like, well, I could do that and I don't know how much it's going to make, but if I can make content that is enjoyable and exciting and interesting, there's going to be someone who's going to pay for that. Um, I also plan on um, making a seductive mukbang. So I'll be wearing a bikini and like trying to eat like a bunch of wings as much as I can until people are so uncomfortable that they'll be like, I'm going to pay you money just to stop. And so that's kind of my common <laughs> concept. Can you imagine just like me eating just like hot dogs? You know, I'll I would be the ultimate glizzy guzzler. I would be the ultimate giga chad. I would literally be the ultimate femcell fighter. I could be your femcell fighter. I could be the female giga chad. That could be me. I could be your memer. I could be that. I could be whatever meme you want me to be. As long as it's there's a girl on TikTok and she was a sexy Waluigi. Um, most people are into cosplay, so I'm pretty sure that's where I'm going to be headed at. You know, it's kind of like that thing. <laughs> I will drop and slip in a puddle in the middle of Walmart and then sue them. And then I will buy Walmart. <laughs> So honestly, at the end of the day, I guess I just want to be supported. Uh, obviously, there's a reason why people join would would start something like that. For me, it's for financial reasons. Like I'm literally a broke bitch. Like I literally have no income. Like there's a desert job desert. Like I'm even so desperate enough to join the military. Like that's not hot girl shit. That's not material girl. That's delirious girl. And I'm trying to be realistic. I just don't want to do anything 
that will make me uncomfortable. So that's why I just want to use my comedy with that. But I don't want to be like degraded or like, well, you didn't give life a chance. Like, dude, life did not give me a chance. Life beat me up like a GTA game. It burnt me and threw me in a fucking volcano. Girl, like, bye. Like, don't try to play, please. Like, if you ever in my life, my personal backstory, you'd be like, dude, life beat me the fuck up. I, it pretty much like sashimi to you, girl. Like, you barely survived. Anyways, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Um, I'm considering making it. I'm not sure if it's not official yet, but if I could, I probably would do content very specific like that. And I really hope that I would be supported and that people actually do that. Um, However, it's just really controversial. So I'll see you next week for the for our latest podcast episode.